Hello, Chinese friends. Welcome to Spiritual Waimai. 欢迎来到属灵外卖 Delivering the spiritual food to you when you can't get out. 当你无法外出的时候，我们为你速递属天灵粮 This Spiritual Waimai article is a part of the series entitled "You're God's Masterpiece: The Genesis Notes." 本期属灵外卖来自特别系列。你是神的杰作，创世纪手记。Study in the book of Genesis to discover direction and hope for your awesome life. 通过研读创世纪，并联系新约的思想，为您的美好生活提供指引和亮光。The Promise, Genesis chapter twelve. Abram had followed his father Terah to Haran. But after Terah's death, Abram is given the opportunity to follow God's leading in his life. God spoke very clearly to Abram. He gave Abram two commands: one, leave, and two, go. Then God gave him some fantastic promises if Abram was willing to obey. Abram is called away. Genesis chapter twelve, verses one to three. The Lord had said to Abram, "Go from your country, your people, and your father's household to the land I will show you. I will make you into a great nation, and I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you, I will curse. And all the peoples on earth will be blessed through you." These promises sound amazing. But let's remember: in order to receive the blessings, and there were four major ones, Abram had to do something serious. He had to leave everything behind, all or nothing. Could he have received these tremendous blessings if he had stayed in his hometown with his people, with his family? No, Abram had to let go of everything and everyone to move forward. Did Abram know where he was going exactly? No. Did he go without a map, address, or GPS? Yes. He obeyed, even though God did not give Abram detailed instructions. He possessed faith and went. Stop number one: Great Tree of Moreh. Genesis chapter twelve, verses four to seven. So Abram went as the Lord had told him. And Lot went with him. Abram was seventy-five years old when he set out from Haran. He took his wife Sarai, his nephew Lot, all the possessions they had accumulated, and the people they had acquired in Haran, and they set out for the land of Canaan. And they arrived there. Abram traveled through the land as far as the site of the great tree of Morah in Shechem. At that time, the Canaanites were in the land. The Lord appeared to Abram and said. To your offspring, I will give this land. So he built an altar there to the Lord, who had appeared to him. Abram left Haran and entered Canaan. If we remember from chapter eleven, Abram's father Terah had been heading towards Canaan, but he never arrived. He settled in Haran. Now his son Abram is taking up the journey and reaches this new land. Abram travels through Canaan. And comes to his first stop, the great tree of Morah at Shechem. At this stopping point, God appears to Abram. It must have been an incredible encouragement to Abram. When God speaks to Abram, He gives him a specific promise. 
to your offspring I will give this land. As if God was saying, great job, you're on the right track. You have made it to the first step. Here is your new promise. At this moment in Abram's life, he has no children. He has no land. So this promise of his future children inheriting this land was like a two-for-one deal. In one promise, God says Abram will have children and land. This is great news. Abram responded to God in worship by building an altar. Have you ever taken a step of faith like Abram? You felt like God was calling you to do something and you obeyed even though you weren't totally sure where you were going, what you were supposed to do, or what the outcome might be? Did God give you encouragement along the way? Stop number two, between I and Bethel. Genesis chapter 12, verses 8 to 9. From there he went on toward the hills east of Bethel and pitched his tent, with Bethel on the west and I on the east. There he built an altar to the Lord and called on the name of the Lord. Then Abram set out and continued toward the Negev. After leaving the tree of Morah, Abram must have been having a good journey because he stopped once again and built yet another altar. He was heading toward the Negev and it seemed he had to stop once again and check in with God to make sure he was walking in the right direction. Periodically checking in with the Lord to make sure we're following his path for our lives is always wise. What are some ways you touch base with God to see if you're going in the right way? When was the last time you checked in with God? Disaster on the way. Famine. Just when life seemed to be going so well for Abram, disaster strikes. There's a famine in the land. No food. Abram had to think fast to keep his wife, nephew, servants, and animals alive. He had to do something or they would all face death. Is this true? Were they all going to die? What about God's promises? Never mind. Quick, everyone, run to safety. Let's all leave Canaan and go to Egypt. Abram's mistake number one, Egypt. Genesis chapter 12, verses 10 to 13. Now there was a famine in the land, and Abram went down to Egypt to live there for a while because the famine was severe. As he was about to enter Egypt, he said to his wife Sarai, I know what a beautiful woman you are. When the Egyptians see you, they will say, This is his wife. Then they will kill me, but let you live. Say you are my sister so that I will be treated well for your sake, and my life will be spared because of you. Abram made an executive decision and took everyone with him to Egypt. He depended on his own wisdom, ideas, planning, and he headed south to Egypt. He moved away from the land where God was sending Abram. Abram steps out of God's plan, out of God's will, and makes a decision what seems like the right decision but in the end was a very bad move. Abram heads to Egypt, and now he is not only thinking about not starving to death, he is having to make a plan to save his life. He thinks the Egyptians will kill him and take his beautiful wife. So he tells Sarai to tell everyone she's his sister, which is partially true. She is his half-sister. Now Abram is really taking his life into his own hands. 
and the life of his wife. Genesis chapter 12, verses 14 to 20. When Abram came to Egypt, the Egyptians saw that Sarai was a very beautiful woman. And when Pharaoh's officials saw her, they praised her to Pharaoh, and she was taken into his palace. He treated Abram well for her sake. And Abram acquired sheep and cattle, male and female donkeys, male and female servants, and camels. But the Lord inflicted serious diseases on Pharaoh and his household because of Abram's wife, Sarai. So Pharaoh summoned Abram. What have you done to me? He said. Why didn't you tell me she was your wife? Why did you say she is my sister so that I took her to be my wife? Now then, here is your wife. Take her and go. Then Pharaoh gave orders about Abram to his men, and they sent him on his way with his wife and everything he had. What happens next? Sarai becomes the wife of Pharaoh. Abram receives lots of animals and servants out of the deal, so he might have been feeling pretty good, like he made the right decision. Everything's looking good. They have food in Egypt. He's not getting killed. He was given animals and servants from Pharaoh. But then there's this one problem. His wife is gone now. She became the wife of Pharaoh. This was not God's way for Abram, not God's way for Sarai, and not God's way for Pharaoh. The first one to really start to suffer was Pharaoh. Disease came to Pharaoh and his household. Pharaoh figured out the problem. Sarai was Abram's wife. Pharaoh quickly returned her, questioned Abram, and asked him to leave. Egypt and Pharaoh were not blessed by Abram. They were cursed. And now Abram was getting kicked out. When Abram faced a life-threatening famine, he made a decision to trust in his own plan rather than trust in God's plan and stand on God's promise. When Abram did this, he left the protection of God's perfect plan plan and resulting promises. When Abram entered Egypt, he felt his life was further threatened by the Egyptians. He must have sensed he was outside of God's will, no longer depending on God's protection. So he had to create his own protection. And he had to do it through a lie, or at least concealing the truth. And the result was a disaster. The woman who was to bear Abram's promised offspring is now the wife of another man. God immediately intervened and brought disease to Pharaoh and his family, so Sarai was returned to Abram. Let's look at the steps Abram went through, which led him to Egypt. Have you ever faced something similar? Number one, face a threat, fear, insecurity. Abram faced a famine. Number two, forget to stand on God's promise. Abram didn't meditate on God's promise, whereby he would bless Abram. Number three, find your own own way to protect yourself. Abram determined to save his life by going to Egypt. Number four, leave God's plan. Abram left the land God sent him to, and he went to Egypt. Five, have to further protect yourself. Abram lied about Sarai. Number six, face resulting problems. Abram and Sarai's relationship is broken, disease came to Egypt. It seems Abram took a really big wrong turn on his journey with God, and this affected many people, most of all his own wife. But in God's kindness, he brought Abram back on course. Have you ever made a wrong turn and gotten off course like Abram did? What happened? 
Did it affect others? How did God bring you back on track? Or maybe you have been in Sarai's place where the decision of someone else negatively affected you. How did God help you in that situation? Back on course. Genesis chapter 13, verse 1. So Abram went up from Egypt to the Negev with his wife and everything he had, and Lot went with him. Abram, Sarai, and all the other servants and animals are now back on course. Abram is back where he should be. We do not know if the famine was over or not. That was no longer important. What was important was Abram is now walking with God, following God's plan. Abram made a big mistake when he faced famine, his fear, and then started to make his own plans. The good news is God didn't reject Abram because of this mistake. Notice, when Abram was off course doing his own thing, he was no longer living in the promises of God. And when he went to Egypt, he felt he had to defend himself. He was not a blessing to Egypt. He was a curse. And his actions adversely affected many people. Most importantly, they affected Sarai. But we have hope. We learn from Abram. When we stray from God's plan, it is possible to come back to God. In fact, God is calling us back to him. Abram's Start This is only the start of Abram's long journey with God. From the beginning, we are learning some important journey principles, which can be applied to our lives as we travel with God. We must leave the old situation behind in order to go to the new circumstances. We can obey God by taking the first step, even if we don't have full understanding of God's entire plan. When facing a trial, depend on God's plan and promises. Don't find your own solution. If you find yourself outside of God's plan, it is possible to get back on track. Thanks for having some spiritual limei with us. We hope that you liked it and that it fed your soul. And we hope you come back for some more. We love ya. 我们爱你哟。